Welcome back to Green Cows Don't Fly, Chapter 18, and you're all welcome aboard because that's what this chapter is called, All Aboard. Or a bit bored. And I've got B. And here's Hello. B. Hello, Hello <laughs> B. How are you? All right? Yes, good. I had an idea. I think we should um, start a conspiracy theory, you and I. Yeah, good idea. What about? Not sure yet. Maybe um, we could... Um, they never landed on the moon? No, that one's been done. No, 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 that's, that's, that's already exists. It could be something like the Queen rules all traffic lights and something like that. Yes. Or, no, yeah, that'd be well, a bit boring. It could be, that's a bit too... Um, yeah, so still, I don't know, too involved. What about um, rivers aren't made of water? But they can test that. So, you know, somebody can go and just scoop some water out and that can be tested. It should be something mm. that can't be... Oh, 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 oh. Do you remember back in the um, olden days when they had records? Yes. And if you played it backwards, there was a message on it. Oh, there was. That's right. Yeah, like uh, the Beatles had what famously on the run-out groove. Can't remember what the song was, but if you played it backwards, allegedly it said "Turn me on, dead man," and it was a reference to Paul McCartney because that was a conspiracy theory. Everybody said Paul McCartney had died because oh, walking across, right, yeah. walking across the zebra crossing on Abbey Road, he was the only one who was barefoot, and that was indicative of him being with the angels. What? Because he was barefoot. Barefoot. Yeah. Mm. And if you turned not, out not wings or anything, nothing to do with wings being no there. No, <laughs> wings didn't exist in those days. It was just a sort of glimpse, it was a little sort of sparkle in the distant future after they all fell out. We could do actually, just thinking, we could say that, um, you know, how everybody's on um, social media these days. Mm. We could say there are hidden pictures, subliminal, subliminal pictures on yeah. social media. Yeah, there could be. There probably are actually, though, thinking about it. We should Google it. Yeah, we should. <laughs> it might See, not be that novel. Now. now, there we are. We're, we're, we're in the conspiracy theory discussion now already because there may well be things happening on social media. We're all, we could all be being controlled. Yeah, that's, um, that's probably being done already. So we, we, any other ideas? Any? Well, there was, you know, conspiracy theory around here recently. We got up one morning, all my bins had moved on the wrong day. Turned out the council had changed, changed bin day. I thought... What's going on here? Somebody decided that behind the scenes. They did, yeah. didn't tell us. It wasn't adequate communication, so everybody was scratching their heads thinking, what the hell's happened? You know? So, uh... Nothing to do with kids being silly? No. No, well, that's what I thought. I thought, hang on, I thought I'd missed a day. I thought I'd gone to bed on Wednesday and got up on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you lost a day or two. Yeah, and it's all I see, you know, we've, we've had a bin day's been Friday for as long as I can remember. And that's Thursday, and it's it's just all throws a week out of kilter. So how would that, how how could you get a a, a um, conspiracy theory on that? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I put it in there. <laughs> well, it's kind of a straight. It could be a Stephen King movie, couldn't it, or book? It could be. But yeah. suddenly, the whole world's bin day changed. Yeah, the Why? bins. <laughs> you from Stephen King, the bins. <laughs> Some secret government kind of. Something. Let's change everyone's bin day. Yeah. You can get them confused. Bin day. Sacrosanct bin day, really. I know a lot of people uh, talk about bin day. Marianne Keyes talks about bin day quite a lot. Well, it is kind of a um, an important day of the week. It is, yeah. It's a, sort of like a new new beginning, isn't it? Or an, a, an end to the old rubbish and a beginning of new rubbish. A bit like this show, really. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we get together for an episode here. It's a I sort of a get kind of, on then, don't we? <laughs> it's kind of bin day. This is welcome to bin day, folks. 
We go out on a Monday, so it's bound to be bin day for someone. It so is, go yeah. and put your bins out if you haven't. Yes, if you haven't, that's a very good point. We could do public service broadcasting here. Broadcast, broadcasting here. Put your bins out. You do not want to suffer from, from bin angst. I remember, I, actually, true story, I missed bin day one time and I was in a right old state. I had to take everything to the tip. I had to put it all up my plastic bags in the boot and take it to the local tip. Well, you could have just waited a week, couldn't you? Yeah, but no, but this is the thing, because you only get your rubbish taken every once a fortnight now. Well, then you you? wait two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I've got double the rubbish and nowhere to put it. In the neighbours' bins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. We need Brian. Brian needs to get aboard this uh, episode. Let's hope he's not um, seasick. No. Brian. Yoo-hoo. I was listening to your drivel there. It seems to be a metaphor for this job, actually. Chapter 18. All aboard are a bit bored. Until. All the questers are aboard the bus, the number 99 to Brighton. As it rumbles out of Bogner, Grandolf begins to feel mildly sleepy. But no chance. Crazel is sitting behind him, listening to music under headphones, rhythmically kicking Grandolf's seat. He's getting fed up with that. Grandolf, that is. Don't you hate that? What, getting him um, kicked at the back? Yeah, well, you know, you're on the plane, right? And then all of a sudden, somebody comes in behind you with kids. Oh. And the next thing, kick, 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 kick. Your back of your seat starts rattling. I'll tell you, I don't mind kids, but under those circumstances, they'd be the ones going out of the plane without the parachute. <laughs> That's a bit severe. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps, like that. <laughs> perhaps a bit harsh, but honest to God, you know, of course, and, and, you know, when I'm on the old plane seat thing, going to the front aspect, of course, you're sitting there nicely, you've got your tray and everything, and you've got your cup of whatever you've got on it, and then the burke in front decides to recline his seat, doesn't he? Oh. So then you're, all of a sudden, you're sort of, you can't, you've got enough, no room to read your magazine or your newspaper, everything's spilt around you, and, you know, he'd be another one out without a parachute. <laughs> So you like flying. You need a private plane, I think. I do. Yeah, I think so. All this is pointing towards uh, me getting a private plane. The Learjet. Learjet. They're good, aren't they? Learjets. <laughs> are you doing the sponsorship thing yeah, again, I think so. Sponsored by a Learjet. Stop that, Cray. Crazel can't hear a thing under the headphones. Grandolf turns to look at him. Crazel takes his headphones off and says, What? Grandolf growls, stop kicking my seat. Sorry. Got carried away. I'm listening to Rumble in Brighton by the Stray Cats. Well, stop it. No, Crazel says and puts his headphones back on, and says, it's research. For when we get to Brighton. Rumble, isn't that a word for fight? It is, yeah, rumble in the jungle. So is he expecting a fight? He might be, yeah. Brighton Rumble. Well, you know what could have... Uh, uh, well, I'll cut that bit where I go, wah, 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 out. But 
well, it could be referring to the, uh, you know, the 50s, or was it the 50s or the 60s? Probably the 60s. The mods and rockers, they used to have big fights, didn't they, in Brighton on a bank holiday? That's probably what that song's about, you know. We said quadrophenia type stuff. Quadrophenia, that's exactly what it was, yeah. Yeah, so that's probably what that's about. And by the way, Stray Cats, great band. I used to love the Stray Cats. Mm, I found Setzer. a Stray Cat once, so I've got a cat now. <laughs> Did it have a guitar? <laughs> no, we don't. Big double bass. <laughs> Are the, are the um, Stray Cats still going? I think Brian Setzer still is, isn't he? He's still yeah, going. Yeah, it was him and his brother, wasn't it? Alka? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Grandolf sits back down, grumbling to himself. It's going to be a long journey. He could change seats. The number 99 is empty, although there is a driver, but Grandolf doesn't want to change seats. Grandolf chose the aisle seat for a strategic reason. He might have to run to someone's rescue at the front or at the back. Being in an aisle seat in the middle is the best compromise. And anyway, he quite likes sitting next to Pristina. He, Grandolf, offered her the window seat. Every lady should sit at the window. If she has something to look at outside, She'll be distracted and won't be talking endlessly inside. Well, a bit of chivalry there, mixed in with unreconstructed Neanderthal man. He's <laughs> <laughs> like complimenting and patronising at the same time. Well, it is, yes, a double, double. Chauvinistic pig he is. Yeah, double. How? Why don't you look out the window, dear, and keep yourself <laughs> amused? Keep your cry up because you talk too much. Bob has retreated into his holographic emitter device. Suffering from motion sickness, he doesn't want to throw up on anyone. Grandolf placed Bob in the front row, all by himself just in case. Now, faint cursing emanates from the device. It's Bob. He says, crappy bus. No sick bags. Stuck in this flipping hollow emitter. I want to see the south coast. Interesting concept, holographic vomit. Would it be real? <laughs> no, it'd be holographic, wouldn't it? So he wouldn't really need a sick bag, would he? No, that's a good. No, it's good logic. Yeah, well. It's the same. How how can you keep drinking and eating? You know, he was drunk. Yeah. Um, how does that work? And they keep eating as well, don't they? So how can he keep eating if he's a? Yeah, exactly. Bad plotting oh, here. Right. You know, bad research because we're stuck with it now because we're in chapter eighteen. We're just. <laughs> We just have to say he's a sort of a. Well, I think we. I think we. We. We grasped this nettle early on, didn't we? He's a. He's a sort of a. A mixture. He's a hologram. Come real. Come made up thing. <laughs> That'll do, won't it? It'll do. <laughs> Ologia is sitting alone at the back. She's looking out of the back window to check if they're being followed by Barbage. Pristina turns to Grandolf. Are we there, yet? Grandolf realises it's going to be a long journey. The 99 has now left Bogner and is trundling along the south coast. It's not so much trundling. It's travelling way over the speed limit, and it's speeding up. Pristina grips her seat cushion, and says with a jittery voice, Oh dear. At this rate, we'll be there any minute. The bus continues to speed up. Grandolf is getting worried. 
They can't afford to lose time with a crash. He shouts, Oi, driver. Slow down. The driver doesn't react, but puts his foot down. The bus speeds up further. I've just had an idea for a conspiracy theory. Hmm, right. Keanu Reeves is AI. Oh, the bus uh, this... speeding up, speed? Yeah, speed. That's exactly what I was thinking about. That's the one I was thinking about. Uh, because very famously, Father Ted took the piss out of that, and uh, they had do- they do- had Dougal in a milk float, and uh, he couldn't go over three miles an hour, or the milk float would blow up. Or you know, he couldn't go under three miles an hour, or whatever, the milk float blew up. <laughs> <laughs> so speed nicked it from yeah. Father Ted. No, no, Father Ted nicked it from speed. Oh, okay, it's that way around, was it? <laughs> the way this is going, our AI's clearly borrowed it from Ted. Grandolf shouts, I said, slow down. We don't want to die. We have a world to save. The driver doesn't react, but presses his foot all the way to the floor. Now close to top speed, the 99 goes round a roundabout without slowing down. Everyone is shaken about. At the back of the bus, Ologia is thrown off her seat. She lands on the floor. Not a hygienic place, with chewing gum, three cola cans, a broomstick, and a dead body. Oh. My. God. A dead body? Sounds more like they've landed on the night bus rather than a bus during the middle of the day. <laughs> That'd be a dead body on the seat, not under the seat, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would a be. Night yeah, bus. yeah. I've Drunk never. Him. Never mind. Yeah, no, I've never. I've never braved a night bus. I've too much of a wish to go on a night bus. I have been on a night bus actually in London. I can't remember why or when or how, but I remember being on one and not finding it all that pleasant. No, no, it's just you know, sorry, sorry, but I don't do night buses. And I was on. I was waiting for um, a night bus once with a bloke I was going out with, mm-hmm. and um, we had this guy come up to us trying to sell us his trousers. <laughs> Like, like you a, do? God knows what time in the morning. Yeah. Pitch black. And he said, yeah, this folded up jeans. And he was still wearing pants, obviously. But yeah, he's folded up jeans. And he said, do you want to buy a pair of trousers? It was like, an extra pair of trousers, was it? It was an extra pair of things. Oh, it wasn't the ones he was wearing. Oh, right. <laughs> so, I had visions of him sort of saying, you know, I'm, I'm taking sure them off. So do you want to buy these? <laughs> he probably would have given them to us afterwards if we'd taken the first pair. <laughs> oh, did you have that to go with. Did you buy them? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong size, probably. Just then the bus speeds over a speed ramp. Ouch for everyone. The dead man flips over and... He looks exactly like the bus driver. Ologia gasps. Steadying herself, she climbs back into her seat, holding on to everything she can, and screams... The driver is dead under my seat. Everyone is busy clinging on as the bus joins the A27, but Grandolf shouts, What? The bus swerves. Ologia falls into her seat which knocks the air temporarily out of her lung. Her lung? Does she only have one? Singular. Yeah, that's an insight into the type of being she is. They've obviously got their monolunged. Their what? Monolunged. Monolund. <laughs> Something like that, the I mono, don't know. The monobrow and the monolund. Yes, exactly. And the hologram, the hologram with three legs. And Crazel ends up upside down between two rows, legs in the air. God knows where hologram Bob is. His device has fallen off its seat. 
the bus continues getting faster. It weaves between cars as it speeds on the A27 past Shoreham by sea. Pristina screams, please let us be there now. Grandolf manages to sit upright again. Clutching the seat in front of him, he shouts, what did you say, Ologia? Ologia still can't breathe, but shouts, I said, gasp, the driver, gasp, dead. What do you mean? Grandolf looks to the front of the 99. The bus driver, the real bus driver, no, he's not the real driver because the real driver is dead under Ologia's seat, but he's the driver who is driving this bus, is very much alive, unfortunately. In fact, he looks back at them, and laughs. A big, evil laugh. Do you think he's a driver? I mean, the real driver. No, not the real driver. The real driver is... Do you think he's a driver or the real... Oh, well, the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> well, back the bus up there. I don't know. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I think I know what you meant. I think he's a driver. <laughs> yeah, you, you ask me, do I think the driver who's driving is actually the real driver or if it's actually someone else and the real driver is dead? Is that what you're asking me? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm thinking something like that. Something's happened, definitely. That's not the real driver. But he's the driver. He is the driver. Undoubtedly the driver, but he's not the real driver. Um, while we're there, can I just take a moment? Mm -hmm. And um, I would like to do a shout out for someone who called oh, yes. us legal LSD. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 our friends. And I our think friends, this yeah. is one of our um, legal LSD moments. Mm. So we are just sort of um, bolstered up with a slurp of coffee. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, big hello to... Um, the guys at Multiverse of Badness. Yeah, Thanks Multiverse of Badness. Great show. Yes, uh, your support indeed. And you must listen to their show because it's great, especially if you love comics, particularly Marvel comics, that is. Then the driver turns the steering wheel and takes the exit to Worthing. The questers are thrown to the side. Any side. It's a bit chaotic. The bus races down the urban streets pedestrians jump to the side. Any side. It really is chaotic. They just about manage to get away. Rubbish bins fly. The town flashes past. Blurry signs, saying boo-oo-oo-oo-oots, and w-h-sme-e-e-e-e-f and rather inappropriately for the moment, Grandolf wonders if he's related to that shop. When they come to make the film version of this, this is going to take up a lot of the budget, this bit, isn't it? How do you mean? This bus chase. You know, bus <laughs> crashing through things. The only thing we haven't crashed through is a pile of empty cardboard boxes. That's what you're supposed to crash through, isn't it? Yeah, why do they always do that in films? They go through <laughs> empty cardboard boxes. It's probably better than bricks, though, isn't it? Well, it's cheaper than bricks. Safer. So, safer. Boo-oo-oo-oo-oots. <laughs> W Smee. Really excellent. He thinks he's related to the shop. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's probably getting there, probably getting cheap things. I don't know. Magazines. Yes, they do get cheap magazines. They should sell our book. They should sell our book. They should sell this book. Yeah, this book, which is coming soon. Product placement here. And in boots, they can get the calming tablets after they've listened to us. Box of calms. The bus driver, the fake bus driver, laughs. 
the real driver doesn't. He's still dead under Ologia's seat, rolling about. Krazel scrambles into his seat. Grandolf pulls himself up, and clinging to everything he can, he makes his way towards the driver, the fake driver that is. The real one is dead at the back. The bus swerves. Grandolf falls into the nearest seat. The driver laughs his evil laugh, the fake driver that is. The real one is. Oh, whatever. No time for that. Well, AI has just given up on itself. I think so. <laughs> the real one is, oh, whatever. Yeah, well, it's, it's too complicated for him, isn't it? Or do you think it was Brian? Maybe Brian couldn't be bothered to read the rest on the basis he's not getting paid. It might, well, it might be that, but it's just, you know, it's got very complex, hasn't it? All of a sudden. Oh, all, be, all will be revealed. I'm sure in the best of traditions, all will be revealed. Maybe. Grandolf staggers back to his feet. The bus swerves, throwing him off his feet. It hurtles straight down the centre of Worthing towards the pier. Grandolf can see the pier ahead, but the 99 isn't slowing down. They speed across the roundabout and onto the pier, nearly crashing into whatever that building is called that sits at its mouth. Onto the pier itself. The bus only just avoids crashing into the amusement spit. It zooms farther out along the jetty. The sea is below them. The waves are lapping up at them. Everyone screams. Apart from the driver obviously. He sniggers. The end of the pier is in sight. Water beckons. The driver laughs so hard, he doesn't notice the strange light emanating from under his seat. The strange light becomes the image of a leg. It's Bob, the hologram. The hollow emitter must have rolled under the driver's seat. Bob shouts I'll save the day. Bob extends his third leg towards the brake pedal. The driver tries to smack it away, but can't because Bob is a hologram. Well, it's been a while since we've seen Bob's third leg. I was wondering <laughs> when that's going to come out again. <laughs> finally comes in, finally comes in hard, eh? Got to save the day with his, with his, his third leg. leg. <laughs> <laughs> Good on old Bob, then. Looks like he's going to save them from a fate worse than a fate worse than death. Yeah, but if he's third leg, presumably he's also a hologram. Mm. How is that going to well, do anything? I'm ahead on of the here. brake pedal. I'm ahead of you. See, we're we're back into that problem we've got. You know, we haven't, mm. or he hasn't. I, 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 AI hasn't thought it through. So we're back into this kind of: is he real? Is he not real? Well, I suppose it's fantasy. So I think so. Enough. But I think for this, but we better assume he's real, or else it's going to end soon. <laughs> They crash into the sea, the end of the... The pool. end, the end, yes. What's that, bubbles? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do an impression of a fish. They're running out of pier. Bob's leg stamps hard on the brakes. Everyone is thrown forward as the 99 stops sharply just at the edge of the pier. The wheels lock... The driver shoots through the front screen. Glass shatters, and he flies off into the sea. He should have worn a seatbelt. The bus still has momentum. It continues forward, 
skidding a few meters. The front wheels go over. The bus slams down onto the pier, and comes to a complete halt with its front wheels over the edge. Everyone screams. Oh, my god. We're fish food. I can't swim. Now are we there, yet? Well, Pristina's going to be happy because we're finally there by the sound of things. <laughs> Quite sure where there is. Don't even well, sure if there's any more. The, hanging off a cliff, hanging off a pier. Yeah, God. Gripping stuff. Then everything stops. Silence as the quest to gather their senses. A seagull squawks. The wind blows through the broken wind screen. Their situation is perilous. The bus is left suspended, seesawing on the edge of the pier, teetering above the abyss that is the channel. One wrong movement, and the bus will crash into the sea below. So there we go, we're left with an Italian job type of cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. Wow. In their Literally. case, a pier hanger. Pier hanger. <laughs> Just pier hanger. Yeah. Also, you can imagine them sort of all going to the back of the bus to stop it tipping in. Mm, they should, shouldn't they, quickly? Yeah, but then how can they get out? There's no door out the back. Tricky. They can't because if one goes out, maybe they tip in. Yeah, exactly. Wonder how they're going to get out of it. Well, we're going to have to find out next week. Yes, in the class, in the best of traditions, <laughs> you're going to have to listen next week to find out. By then, hopefully, the AI will have worked out how that's going to happen. Though I wouldn't hold out a lot of hope. Well, whatever it is, maybe the sea's holographic and then they crash and nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah, maybe none of this ever happened. I know. It was a dream. It was a dream, exactly. <laughs> Grandolph rubbed his eyes. Oh, no, it had all Woke been up. a dream. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah. Back to my pub. Yeah. In the meantime, I suppose what you ought to be doing is following us on social media and sending in emails to... What's our email address again? I oh, I don't remember. know. Listen to the last episode. We yeah, yeah. Again. Yeah, we're on there. Just look it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and... It's in the show and notes. tell your friends to listen to us. Yeah, so do. Recommend yes. us. Yes, recommend us and like everything, like all our sort of... Um, hmm, hmm. Hosts. <laughs> Let's get out. So, so I went to sleep now. I think it's time we went out of here. Wasn't the audience it? did as well. Yeah. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs>